Hey, 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 this is the second half, and tonight, or today, is kind of a milestone. We are at episode 80, 8-0. Yes, we're rolling, and uh, it's not June yet, so uh, we're cruising along here. Got a few more days in May, and I'm um, super proud of the fact that I've made it to 80. Um, so, uh, before we get there, again, this is Coach Arnie. But before we get there, don't forget the social media platforms that you can find me, Real Coach Arnie on TikTok and Twitter, Arnie Fonseca Jr. on Instagram, excuse me, on LinkedIn and Facebook. Instagram is Coach Arnie F. You can Google me, Arnie Fonseca Jr. You can call me or text me with questions. Would love to hear from you, um, especially during these crazy times when, you know, anxiety and depression and and suiciders are way up. I mean, if you just need somebody to talk to, that's why I give out my phone number each and every time. I'd love to hear from you and maybe I can bring you some value and and bring you some some comfort as well. Um, Tonight, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite all-time movies. And um, it's called The Wizard of Oz. And I hope if younger folks, I know you've heard of it. You may not have seen it. I've seen it so many times. I used to have my own recording. I still have it somewhere, my own DVD. And I literally would keep it in my room. And if ever I was having trouble sleeping, I could put that DVD in. And you know what? Literally before I got to the part of the movie uh, where it changed into the bright colors, I would be fast asleep. There's something just comforting about the movie. But I want to talk to you about the characters in the movie and just some thoughts that I have and how they relate to life. And some of you may have heard this before, but I've done many workshops on it and even at parties and stuff, have some fun with it. Um, And um, because it's, it's a story, but at the same time, it has some meaning and some deep meaning if you really want to dig down. So let's look at the Wizard of Oz, which you know is it's centered around what uh, four characters, really five, but four characters that we'll talk about. Uh, you have Dorothy, obviously, who was the little girl in Kansas who was, you know, upset with the neighbor wanting to take her dog away. You have or did take the dog away, and then you have um, the Scarecrow. Then you have the Tin Man. And then you have the Cowardly Lion. And if you wanted to throw Toto in there, the little dog, you could too. But we won't bring him in there today. So let's look at these characters and kind of dig a little bit. And let's start with the the, uh, Scarecrow. Now, first of all, what did the Scarecrow want? He was the first one that Dorothy ran into on her walk out of um, uh, Munchkin Land. And um, when she got him down there, the first thing he told her was that he, he wanted a brain because he didn't think he was smart. He, and he goes, I got to have a brain. And, and, and Dorothy says, well, I'm going to go to this person called the wizard because I want to go back to Kansas. And um, so why don't you come with me? He might be able to help you too. And he goes, wow, really? I can get a brain? Sure. So off they went. And then, uh, and then the next person they ran into was the Tin Man. And um, he was kind of all rusted up there. And, and um, when they came across him, they, they had been in a 
an apple fight with the apple tree. And then uh, they oiled up the Tin Man. And, you know, he was kind of um, sad. And he told his story about wanting to have a heart. And, um, you know, he, he proved it by banging on his chest. And it was just hollow. And, of course, the, the Scarecrow goes, well, why don't you come with us? You know, Dorothy's going to get a trip back to Kansas. I'm going to get a brain and maybe you can get a heart. He goes, okay, let's go. So off they went. And the next thing they ran into is when they were into the dark forest, they ran into the cowardly lion who was trying to pick on him. Actually, he was picking on Toto, the dog. And then Dorothy smacked him and he started crying. And and they, they all were like, what the heck? This, you're supposed to be a lion. And he had no courage. So there you have your, your four characters. And, and of course, Dorothy, who always... She just wanted to go home. She just wanted to go home. Um, so at the end of the movie, you know, when they actually got to the wizard, and the wizard made them go through some things to do, and one of them was to bring the, the Wicked Witch of the West broom, which they did. Which they did. And... Um, they had to plan. They had to. They had to have a leader, and 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 the person that did the most planning, the most leading, and um, problem solving was the scarecrow, and he was the closest one to Dorothy, and was kept kept her comfortable, and and um, because of he because he was always thinking, and then you had the Tin Man, who um, was again there as well as part of the group but he was very concerned for for Dorothy's safety and was just very um, uh, emotionally attached to her because of his, his him wanting to help her get home and then you had the lion who was scared to death and he's the one that ended up killing the witch to get the broom because again she was threatening Dorothy so, so there you have it. And then at the very end, as they go back to the wizard, who basically wasn't a wizard, he was just someone who was, you know, kind of wise. And as he brought each person up there when he was exposed, he talked to them and he complimented them and he encouraged them um, like let's say the tin, the, the scarecrow the scarecrow comes up and he starts talking to him and, and, and complimenting him and all the things that he had done and then he reached into a little bag and he pulled out a diploma and he said where I come from all wise men and, and brilliant thinkers have one thing they have a diploma which says they went to a an institution of higher learning. And with that, they get a diploma and acknowledgement and prestige and people calling them to solve big problems. And you know the, the, the interesting thing about that? That's all the Scarecrow ever did. That's all he ever did. He solved big problems the whole time for Dorothy and everybody else. And he didn't have a brain. But you know what? He was the smartest one in the movie. 
he was the smartest one in the movie, but he needed a piece of paper to, to give him the confidence. That's all he was missing, the confidence. He was missing somebody's word of encouragement. Maybe that's what you could do for somebody in your life. Or maybe you need a word of encouragement as well. And then the Tin Man. Here's the Tin Man who cared so deeply for keeping Dorothy safe. Yet, he thought he didn't have a heart. And he showed nothing but emotion in the movie. So, all the the wizard did was compliment him and encourage him on his very, very emotional thinking and emotional handling of situations and gave him a little clock with a heart, a heart clock and but he but mainly again he complimented he encouraged he let the the tin man believe that he was an emotional being a very emotional person or tin man whatever you want to call it and the but the tin man believed it and was deeply deeply honored with that and then you had the uh, the lion. Even though the lion didn't think he was brave, he did something so unnatural for himself. He stepped up in the most important time, which is what in 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 times of crisis is when you see people step up and show who they truly are. And he showed that he was a a lion of courage, of great courage. And so the wizard gave him a, a, a medal and said where he comes from, medals of distinction separate the brave from those that don't take the risk. And then right away his chest went up. He got that medal pinned on his chest and he was so proud of himself. But again, words of encouragement and honor were given to him and he accepted it and was so proud of himself. Maybe you can do that for somebody as well. Or maybe you need it for yourself. And then lastly, you had Dorothy. And all Dorothy wanted to do was go home. And you know what? All she had to do was ask. And she never did. She never said to Glenda, the good witch, how can I go home? And Glenda would have said, all you have to do is click your heels three times. So sometimes all we got to do is ask. But we don't. We don't. We make things more complicated than they really are. So there you go, guys. That's The Wizard of Oz, and which is why I love that story so much, because it really tells a lot of about us mentally, emotionally. And um, it's a great story to tell other people. And it's a great story to look at in, inside yourself. Because if it's something that you need... Because we all need encouragement. We all need understanding and love. And if that's something that you can finally get for yourself, then you can give it to other people and you can change their lives as well. All right, guys, I love you. I know that there's great things in store for you. Please share this if you um, think it was worthy. I'd love for you to share it. love for you to, again, subscribe to my show. And I look forward to my next podcast. This was episode 80. And I'm excited. 20 more, we hit 100. Love you guys. All right. Welcome to the second half. This is episode 81. 
and uh, we're going to talk about opportunity for a few minutes. Uh, but before that, uh, this is Coach Arnie, and don't forget to um, check me out on all the social media. Um, Real Coach Arnie on TikTok and Twitter. Uh, Arnie Fonseca Jr. on uh, LinkedIn and um, Facebook. Coach Arnie F. on Instagram. Don't forget to Google me, uh, Arnie Fonseca Jr. Or you can call or text me at 602-390-9144. Would love to hear from you. And um, let's just have a chat. But um, so opportunity, you know, that word um, can be kind of elusive. It can be kind of um, intimidating. It can be kind of brushed aside, not taken seriously. But, you know, opportunity is something that comes to all of us at some point in our life. Now couple things sometimes we're not ready sometimes we're not ready for the opportunity when it shows up sometimes we are ready but we've decided it's not the right opportunity for whatever reason we have sometimes we're not even aware it it is an opportunity you know sometimes we look at things as a, a bad break things happen we lost something um and we didn't see the opportunity in what we lost that's right because sometimes to go up you must give up to get higher on the mountain sometimes we have to give something up and uh, that takes courage. That takes courage, especially when you know you have to give it up. You know, uh, there was a story many years ago. And I've checked most of it out, but it has to do with when we, the first American team to cl- climb Mount Everest. And um, for the most part, it's correct. But the captain of a team, I believe his name was Whitaker. He had, you know, he was a, obviously a great climber. But he had to, he had a team, I forgot how many guys, five guys, something like that. And um, they had reached the last um, area before the summit. And um, I think it was somewhere in the early 80s. I want to say 83, 84. And being the captain of the team, he had to make a decision. He was, he was going to let the, the men that were going to go to the summit take the American flag, know who they were going to be. And he chose, basically he chose the two weakest climbers. He said, whoa. And, and he explained it. He explained it as to what his um, strategy was. And what he did, he took his two strongest climbers. And he sent them back down the hill to get supplies and come back up. Because he knew that would take a tremendous effort. So he took the weakest climbers and and he sent them to the top. 
and he sent them to the top. And you're thinking, why would he do that? Well, the reason you would do that is that it was a team. And each man had a special job to do. Whether you were a weak climber or a strong climber, you were still part of the team. And his job was to get to the top. So he got those two men to the top. And then what he was going to do is stay in that camp and organize everybody so that then the climb, the two weak climbers got back down. They were going to need help. And that's when the other two, the strong climbers, were coming back up with all the supplies needed. That's how you do it. That's how a team works. And that's how he had to give up in order to take on the opportunity of getting the United States to the top of Mount Everest for the first time. And some of you think, that's stupid. He should have gone. Well, maybe not, but what if he wouldn't have made it? What if he didn't make it because of being um, selfish and not seeing where the opportunity was to reach the top? See, that sometimes gets us all in trouble. We've all been there. I guarantee we've all been there. You have done something because of ego, because you thought you had to do it. I've been there. I was just sharing a story a little while ago on how my ego got a hold of me one well when I got lost on a mountain another time when I when I lost an opportunity uh, because thinking I was having to take care of somebody yeah we all have done it sometimes we need to back off see the situation for what it is and then make the right decision just like um Let's call him Captain Whitaker. Did he saw the situation? He knew his team, and he got him to the top, working together. That's how teams do things. That's how teams win championships. You know, when certain people take big shots, you got to be okay with that. Now, if the wrong person is taking big shots and it goes against the team, then that's an issue, isn't it? That's missing an opportunity from, from ego, selfishness. Now, if you've done the work, put in the time, met the people, did the skills you learned the skills you needed to learn and somebody came to you and said hey got an opportunity for you and you said I'm ready I'm ready sometimes you got to be a little more sly than that you know I remember one time my first coaching job I said I told the guy who was in charge the coach I said coach this is what I can do I gave him a little bit of a line of, you know what? I mean, I had I had the ability I could coach. I knew I knew young guys. I could speak their language. I knew I could help him, but I had to get in position in order to help him. So I created my opportunity. I created my opportunity. And it worked. But I was willing to do the work to get it. 
You know, just because you say you can do things and you're not willing to do the work, that's ego or laziness or just plain stupid. But at the same time, if you're willing to do the preparation, if you're willing to do the work, there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do if it's something you want to do. If it's something you want to do. But you've got to be willing to step up. Because opportunities come by. They do come by. You know, an old uh, story I used to use in workshops, and I still can, is sometimes, you know, we we always think of opportunity as a boat coming by. Sometimes your ship's going to come in, man. It's going to come right in there. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come right up to the dock. It's going to throw a nice rope out for you. Put the bridge, the the, the um, drawbridge down. It's going to let you walk right in there. No, it's not. No, it's not. Sometimes you know what it's going to do? Sometimes it's going to keep right on going. And you know what you have to do? You have to make a decision. You have to make a decision. You're gonna, you may have to swim out there and grab that boat. You may have to swim to your opportunity. You know, I've done that. You can do it. Sometimes you just got to be bold. Take a risk. Take a shot. Because you know what? The worst that happens is you're right back where you started. And that's okay. As long as you learn from it. That's okay. All right, guys, listen, I love you guys. You can do this. You have the ability. All you have to do is be willing to take the shot. You have to be willing to take advantage of the opportunities that will come your way. I promise you, they will. I love you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. This is episode 81 of the second half. Of course, I'm Coach Arnie. I look forward to having you guys back for our next episode. And again, subscribe to the show and check me out on all the different social media platforms. You can also call or text me anytime. 602-390-9144. Bye.